Mike Steyer is the country manager of Glasshouse. He joins us on What's Next. And we're going to be talking about a very, very important uh, uh, topic. And this is something that's going to impact many, many businesses in the years to come. Mike, it's so good to see you. Thank you for joining us. Hey, nice to be with you, Aki, again. I'm yeah, looking forward to our discussion today, as always. Well, listen, I mean, I've done a few of these uh, SAP conferences and uh, it's interesting when you hear and you mention the word legacy, uh, legacy SAP. What, what is legacy SAP? Just just to give us your definition of it so we can set a context to this conversation. Okay. Yeah, a legacy in terms of SAP is the old ECC uh, SAP systems. So anything that is kind of pre-HANA, uh, S4 HANA, um, other older legacy systems. These are the systems that were um, a lot uh, less matured and refined as, as the newer systems today. And they are the systems that um, you kind of had to do a lot of customization to get them to work correctly for your business. Whereas the newer systems that are coming out now are, are very much more refined. They're not like an old Excel spreadsheet where you've got a ton of macros that you build upwards upwards on they come already pre-populated and, and and with best practices and uh, you know um, things that are required to run a business in a very agile way so you don't have to develop the product to work for you you actually um, you know take it out of the box and it, it then goes and works for you so your legacy systems are the ones that usually had a lot of customization and are more than you know sort of seven to ten years old yeah I know, and when, when you hear legacy systems, you hear of some of the legacy systems in the banks, uh, you know, automatically the word no support sparks in my mind. But let's just touch on the future of SAP before we go into that. I mean, you mentioned uh, uh, um, uh, HANA, for example, that's very much uh, part of the DNA of the future of SAP. Where, where does that future lie? Well, the future lies in, in the, the HANA suite and uh, the supporting products that uh, SAP has brought out. Um, the, the older, the legacy, as I said, and, you know, legacy is also just a word that um, uh, people bandy around uh, quite a lot. Um, you know, a lot of people use legacy systems uh, for the old mainframes. And my goodness, there's a lot of them still around. Yeah. So um, the future, though, is more in the, the packaged and refined systems that don't require a ton of development. Uh, these systems come out, they've taken business practices, best practices, they've written them into uh, the, the, the code, into the systems, and out of the box, they are ready to support your business. You can be up and running in a very short time, and you don't need a ton of development. Um, I can give you an example of a um, cosmetics company that I, that I know of. They do very high-end uh, cosmetics that have to be uh, uh, administered by a salon or a doctor. Um, and these guys needed a product that tra tracked ba uh, batching end to end. And uh, from the time that they bought the product, uh, the base ingredients, to the time that it was actually dispensed in a salon or by a doctor. And out of the box, SAP had a, a product for them. They had to do minimal customization, minimal development on it. And they were up and running within their business within uh, about six weeks. Uh, and they had an end-to-end -end batching system that was, was able to help them through their business. So the future is in these prepackaged products that have got all the business rules and best practice built into them. This makes for 
quick, uh, quick response to competition. It allows you to get the best out of the product. And you're not always sitting behind the curve because you've got a lead of development that has to go into it. Okay, the functionality is there. You can use it and you can be competitive from day one that you implement it. So the future is products that come with high feature functionality in it. And this is typically what the S4 HANA system uh, from the, uh, the ERP systems from SAP are bringing out. And that's where the future is, is in the, the newer generation of yeah. products. And I mean, it's so important when you look at that supply chain today and how you know things can go horribly wrong in a supply chain. You know, um, We've seen several examples of things like this. But I mean, I guess it also gives you uh, the business so much more agility. So, Mike, I mean, that's a, certainly a compelling reason. I mean, it's really modernizing and adding incredible agility to any organization and using software that's, you know, uh, it's, it's very old. I think it's, it's more, over a decade old. And I guess that when you talk about SAP S4 HANA, it's really modernizing your, your entire infrastructure. So what is that compelling reason why companies should be moving to uh, S4 HANA, for example. I mean, why why is this particular discussion so important for organizations? Yep, and uh, this is the crux of it, um, Aki. The, um, this, this is in the SAP world, 2027 is like the Y2K we experienced in the past for SAP users, okay? We've got uh, in 2027, support for legacy systems is going to be discontinued. So the older versions of SAP, you will probably be able to get some level of support and maintenance, but there will be no development. There'll be no ongoing improvement of the product. So 2027 is kind of the death knell of the older legacy systems. Uh, going forward, HANA will be supported and uh, SAP made an announcement uh, last year sometime that they see a roadmap and support through to 2040. So you can see where the development and everything is going. So from that perspective, HANA is definitely the future, okay? And the newer generation products from SAP and the, the older products that are gonna be unsupported after 2027, um, that is really the, the motivator and what the point is um, of why people should be looking at moving to the newer generation products in the SAP world. And if we have a look at that, there is a definite uh, compelling reason why people have to do this. And if we, if we look at it, it is around resourcing. There is a large amount of the SAP installed base that is still legacy and that have to move across and move across to HANA. All new customers are implementing HANA and customers now on the older legacy systems have to make a decision. Are they going to install new and do a greenfield implementation of HANA, or they're going to do a, a brownfield implementation and upgrade their legacy into that. Both have pros, both have cons. Um, and it's, there's a strategic decision that has to be made. Um, there's costs involved. Um, and it's, it's going to be a parallel process that's going to have to run in your business, coexisting with the legacy um, while you build the, the, the new age systems. And um, this is a process. If I go back to the cosmetics company, they upgraded and moved, and their system was had minimal customization on it. They had a couple of interfaces into their financial system and some cosmetic stuff around um, their invoicing and how they wanted that to look, but they had minimal customization. And for them to move across and to be 100% sure that they could do a cutoff took them six to seven months. 
Mm. Okay, and that was not a big system. It's one SAP module. They use uh, very few of uh, the SAP supporting products or features and functions. Okay, they really just use this batching system. And they did it properly. They followed the methodology and that took six to seven months. Now, can you imagine somebody that's got 20 uh, modules that have been customized beyond recognition? Um, you've got to take all that customization and transfer it into your new version of HANA or you've got to go and adjust your business processes, which is going to be better and which is going to be easier. Can your business uh, processes change and match out of the box feature functionality for HANA? Or do you have to do some customization that your business processes are supported within the newer versions? So this is a big decision. It's a hell of a lot of work. It's going to cost some money. And there's a resource deficit in the world at the moment. This is a global problem. It's not a South African problem. And uh, the longer you leave it, the more expensive it's going to get, the uh, more it's going to affect the agility of your business. And um, yeah, you've got to get onto this bus now. If you're not thinking about it, you definitely should be having discussions as to where are you going to be taking uh, your SAP environments going forward pre-2027 and post-2027. Gee, such an interesting discussion. So many things are popping to mind there, Mike. I mean, when you talk about that skills shortage, it's it's really a big issue. And I mean, SAP is one of those organizations so difficult to find really, really good people. So you can imagine if everybody is trying to migrate. So it's 2027, which is just around the corner. Where are organizations on their journey to this 2027? I like the way you put it, the, the Y2K2 of, of, of SAP. Um, and of course, there are many organizations that haven't started this journey yet. And it's not something that you can say, okay, it's 2026, we'll give it 12 months, it's enough time to make it happen. And then of course, there are those that say, because you mentioned 2027, I've heard the date 2025, and now 2027's come. But there's no ways I can see them extending it beyond 2027. So let's just talk about that roadmap. Where are organizations and those organizations that haven't started yet, where should they start? Mm -hmm. Well, Aki, business agility has driven a lot of this, and a lot of people don't want to do endless cycles of development. So what they would rather do is take a packaged uh, product that is built on best practice, and they take that and they implement that into their business, and they can just run straight away with the built-in feature functionality that is there. And there's minimal customization because you're using inter, uh, international, global uh, best uh, practices and standards uh, that are all built into the packages, and you don't have to customize to conform that. So a lot of guys have organically kind of moved already, and especially the bigger corporates and your big banks, and uh, you know they 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 move quite quickly to to harness the functionality that comes out with it. A lot of other organizations that have done a lot of customization into the SAP world um, are kind of thinking, geez, you know, we spent so long getting our SAP to be what it wants. Are we going to go through this level of change now? And uh, they're kind of putting off the inevitable. So there's been an organic move. Um, there are people that are conscious that, yes, this is something we have to do. And the longer we leave it, the more it's going to hurt. Um, and there are some people that are not even thinking about it. Um, SAP are banding figures around. In 2020, they were banding figures around of 80% of their base still has to move towards HANA. All right. So that is quite significant. I think in the last year with COVID, I would imagine that number hasn't shifted a hell of a lot. So if you're not thinking about it, you better be thinking about it. 
If you are on there and you're looking at it and it's part of your strategic plan, get it into the budget. Get it happening um, because the resource deficit and the resource shortage is going to get more and more constrained as it goes along and as we get closer to the date. We just, just did some rough conservative figures taking some estimates of how many licenses in South Africa would have to be converted, how many systems integrators are there that could do this work. And we look at between now and 2027, calculating the amount of working days we have between now and then, we would have to convert a customer every single month amongst the SIs that are available in the country at the moment. And to my example of the cosmetics company, they had a very simple implementation and doing everything through a, a proper methodology with the SAP blueprinting took them six months. And that was a very simple uh, implementation. So yeah, you need to be thinking about it. And especially the more complex your environment, the more customized your environment, you have to be thinking about it. There's a compelling event there. Um, and there's a time that you're going to reach where you're not going to make 2027. Um, and that's, you know, that's what you're going to have to be planning for if you're not doing uh, it now. And you know what, at the end of the day, you're actually adding value to your business. You, you know, the, this is, you know, the, the moving to SAP S4HANA is going to make people more competitive. I mean, you just touched on those features and how rich the features are. And I've seen uh, this in action and, you know, been uh, involved in a few of the, of the conferences. Uh, so really, it's so feature rich that it's adding incredible agility and benefits to your business. Now, coming back to Glasshouse, which is the company you represent, you're the, the country manager of Glasshouse. Why Glasshouse? Why, why should people bring Glasshouse into this particular journey? Well, Aki, we are one of the biggest integrators in the Gulf region around SAP. We have a rich history. We are a hoster for SAP. So if you're in the Middle East somewhere and you're running hosted SAP, you probably exist in, in our environment, in our cloud, where we host SAP for that region. We're also an accredited SAP outsourcer. Um, and when we operate outside of the Middle East, we use Microsoft Azure. Azure is really a, a, a great external platform and they are in bed with SAP. They have great offerings um, and they are busy doing some mutual back scratching and uh, the products uh, are really working well together. So outside of the Middle East, we use Azure. We've got a number of customers in, uh, um, in Azure and uh, we like the platform. It's easy to use. You understand what you're getting and you know what you're getting uh, from a financial perspective. We are one of the only accredited in the region, uh, Microsoft uh, specialized partners for SAP S4 HANA on Azure. And that's not a, uh, an exam that you write. That's a bunch of Microsoft accreditations, a bunch of SAP accreditation. It's a track record that they put together in both environments. And they then give you the, speci the specialized partner status. So we are a specialized partner for HANA into Azure. We have the skills, we are an SAP hoster, and we've been in this world as Glasshouse for the last five or six years. And the company that we acquired when we brought this, this portfolio into our um, organization had been around for the previous 10 to 15 years in the Gulf and Middle East Europe. Um, we've also got accredited trainers. Um, 
We can assess your environment uh, once you've had an implementation done by somebody else to say, are you getting the, uh, the, the functionality that you've purchased that you require? Where are your deficits? Are you using enough of the product? Are you using the product correctly? Are your staff under-trained? You know, this is the type of stuff that we do. So we offer an end-to-end SAP offering um, in the basis system side of things. We have partners and we're aligned to guys that do the functional development stuff as well. So we can offer the end-to-end package in your migrations from legacy to uh, S4HANA. Or maybe you're already on HANA and you want to move to the cloud. Maybe you're in the cloud and you want to come back. We can do all of this sort of thing with the skills that we have. We bring global resources to you locally. So you go about looking after your business, we'll look after your SAP environment. Absolutely awesome. And we know how scarce those resources are going to become and to get the skills. It sounds like you've got them all under that one umbrella at Glasshouse. Mike Steyer, who is the country manager for Glasshouse, thank you for joining us on the line. Thank you, Aki. Always a pleasure. Thank you.